Hey everyone, welcome back to A Sentient Future, where we live intentionally. This is episode 66 and will largely be an account of some of the struggles that I'm facing tying off version 2.0 of the sentient worldview. What really triggered this, I guess, was the, the big idea that I explained, I think, in episode 65, and that's largely that we as individuals or any particular thing isn't actually a thing, but rather a process that it takes inputs, it um, interprets those inputs, whether that's, uh, you know, an inanimate object or whether that's, um, you know, someone like us who, who creates meaning out of those inputs and um, ultimately decides how to react or may just react uh, on the basis of, um, you know, uh, physical laws and, uh, and creates those outputs, right? So that there were eight or, or ten of these fundamental uh, parts uh, or elements of a process and if you remember version 1.0 uh, i really broke it down into similar parts although i've revised them slightly uh, to i guess to nod to this uh, this process perspective as opposed to an entity perspective and the the struggle i guess i'm coming to i've got the mind and the body sorted I think, and the soul is really that third category which I'm, I'm having difficulty with, right? And perhaps that should come as no surprise because, frankly, it's a it's a deep topic without a lot of evidence, so on and so forth. And I do, you know, um, claim to be an evidence uh, evidence based person. Um, so you know, anything I talk about there is largely categorical. It is a way to think about what we do have evidence for. It's not. Um, necessarily a soul in the mythological sense uh, but it's more so just a, a category for things that are worth measuring and that help us live intentionally so again from a, a practical perspective but i've really called it that because it's what people i think have come to identify uh, much of these elements of our lives um you know to, to be a part of so sort of more culturally uh, that said so the the issue i'm having i guess is the self, as far as the body is concerned, um, looking at it as a process, we largely have tissues, right? And all of those tissues, they form uh, subsystems, and those subsystems are your molecules, cells, that type of thing. And to sort of uh, eventually you get to sort of the uh, indivisible parts, right? Atoms, um, quarks, the like. Now, it doesn't make sense, obviously, to think about everything to that depth. Uh, you know, depending on the scenario and what it is that we want to do with it, it makes sense more so to abstract some of that detail, go only to the level of detail that is necessary to to make an effective decision and and, and go with that. So, you know, I see largely the, the body as the set of tissues. Um, and if you want to think of it that way as that, that process of taking in everything that we do, right? Food, water, air, that type of um, thing. We ultimately like those tissues are ultimately a, a also a network of nodes or a network of uh, subsystems or cells right so we can kind of zoom in in almost a uh, I forget the, the mathematical term for it but uh, you, you can zoom in and, and sort of see greater le levels of detail and with the mind it's quite similar Right, it can also be um, defined in a network sense. Uh, so, from a from a body or entity sense, you can think about the mind really containing knowledge, 
um, and is really the extent of our knowledge that is our mind. Now, um, a lot of things fit into knowledge, obviously, um, memories, which is um, pretty much the individual components, and those memories uh, can be of what we value. It could be our beliefs. It could be our experiences. It could be our, our fears, um, our aspirations. All these things ultimately get committed to memory. Uh, so uh, that it's, it's somewhat of an all-inclusive umbrella. And, and knowledge is really the, that network of memories uh, that makes up our mind, right? So those two I've been able to translate into... Uh, kind of a network definition slash process definition or process network really and with that obviously there are there's inventory there's inputs there's outputs there's a there's purpose there's a way that we can measure measure performance right different uh, key performance indicators kpis on our body and our mind now the struggle i guess has been as i mentioned uh, translating what had been defined as the soul uh, in version 1.0 uh, into this this network or process network perspective, and the long the long story short here is, I'm finding it really difficult to see the soul as divisible, right? Um, it, it seems so indivisible as a concept, right? There are there are elements of it, right? Or there are aspects of it but those don't necessarily combine to comprise the soul, uh, but rather they're features of it. Um, things like uh, what we value, right? What we value, uh, I largely look at as the equivalent of a bias to our soul, right? Uh, whereas, um, you know, our muscle memory might be a bias for our body and our habits and or addictions uh, might be a, a bias for our minds. Right, so so value is really the bias for our soul. Um, all other things equal, what are we more tended to do? Uh, and and that is act, I believe, towards what we value, whether that's in the shorter or long term. Um, performance wise, we can talk about the soul uh, and and how virtuous we are. Uh, there are several different lists of virtues out there, and and I think most people would agree that all of the major virtues are virtues, but. The difference, I think, between people and cultures and so on and so forth has been that uh, we prioritize different virtues, right? Or we elevate or put virtue, certain virtues on greater pedestals. Um, and that can change how it is we measure the a value, not the value of our life, but perhaps how, how well we've lived it, right? And so, um, you know, we'll each have slightly different priorities on on those virtues and and so these are these are elements or aspects of the soul but i've found it really difficult to define the soul in a similar way to the mind and or the body because it just does doesn't seem like it is this uh divisible entity um or this divisible network like the the mind or the body is um all, all of those have small sort of subcomponents so the interesting thing about this and i guess i just haven't formalized it yet and this is what i'm struggling with and sort of documenting the journey right so i'm just i'm being very open with you here right it's if the soul is perhaps indivisible right uh, and i've looked up different ways that other people have defined it and largely those pieces are covered with under the mind and and, and, and the like but if our soul or if our consciousness right is indivisible if that is the the smallest part which would make some sense theoretically if we want to uh talk about a, a soul philosophically like that 
um, to have a part of it doesn't make a ton of sense. Then the question becomes, you know, what is the network or process network that comprises, um, you know, souls, right? And what I've come to, and there's kind of a bit of an overlap here, is I think that's largely our social network. It is the network of souls, right? It is the network of relationships that we have with other people, with others, with other, say, sentient you know, beings, those that can also feel, those that also have respective values. And what's interesting, I guess, about that is, you know, I guess it emphasizes connection to a certain extent, and there are certain... Um, certain studies and, and uh, bodies of work around collective intelligence uh, that has, you know, schools of fish, so on and so forth, um, you know, that on the whole, you know, uh, many individuals can act as one if you sort of look at the, if you look at it from sort of the boundary of that network. And what's, I guess just the lack of parallelism had me caught for a little while and confused as to how best to portray it or describe it. The whole purpose really is to describe it or portray it in a practical way, right? One where we can talk about life being, uh, and the different elements of it being in different, uh, not categories necessarily, or even just for the sake of it, but to be able to break it down and understand how that, you know, flow of information or how certain things affect us, uh, so that we better understand ourselves, so the self-awareness piece, obviously that's sort of why we bring down the um, sort of mind, body, and soul uh, uh, areas, but also so that we can demonstrate better empathy, right? If we can understand other people in a very specific and actionable and practical and ideally evidence-based way, then we can be better to them, for them, um, and I, I think we can start to show uh, culturally and, and, and as well as from a scientific or, or math perspective um, or simulation perspective that certain virtues or certain uh, behaviors that we have deemed positive but are largely qualitative, you know, being nice, uh, loving one another, uh, being empathetic, being grateful, um, working hard, all of those, that those actually make um, the most sense even if you're entirely self-centered, um, that those are still the most effective behaviors to help other people, like the, the generosity and, and giving, right? So this is where I'm at. Um, I just haven't really finished formalizing how to define the soul given that it seems indivisible and that the network is quite interesting is it's a, a lot of us and, and really uh, the, you know, we have the, these relationships, which are effectively are the connections or what are called the edges in network science, which edges, edges and nodes. And I think I'm almost there. And that's partly why I wanted to put this out there because I've put in a hundred hours easily into these ideas, uh, trying to map them all out, revising them six or seven times uh, until you know, they, they connect until they work all well together and they make a lot of sense and, um, you know, and they're, they're measurable and actionable. So uh, I guess I'll leave it here for now. Um, 
you know, the, the one piece that kind of confused me a little bit about the soul was uh, that that social network is, or at least in version 1.0, was part of our context. And I kind of still believe it is, but perhaps the relationships, the edges um, from ourselves out to that network, that those are still a good way to describe the, um, yeah, the, this uh, soul, this last component of our uh, of ourselves, right? Uh, and with it, um, you know, our values, our virtues, our, uh, you know, potentially our emotional states and or contributions. So it's, uh, it's interesting. I, I feel like I'm very close, like 95% of the way there. And I just think I need to either find out what makes this parallel or be okay with parallelism and describe it in a way that still maximizes the utility of this framework, uh, that it be, that it's practical and that we can measure these different things and that we can, uh, you know, start to do right by each other and instill those values with even more evidence, uh, into the next generation. So, uh, with that said, well, not the values per se, because individuals have different values, but, uh, with the, uh, you know, instill the next generation with these ideas, right. Uh, in that they, you know, can chase what it is that they value, um, while being empathetic towards what others do. Um, so that's probably the best way to say it. So with that said, I will, uh, I'll leave it here for now. I really appreciate your time and attention and, um, empathy, frankly, in my trying to work this out for version 2.0. I'm close and I, I think it's going to be pretty neat to have, um, you know, something self-assessments and, and the like available to us that will uh, help us grow uh, largely a, a structured method to the growth mindset. So thanks very much. And I hope you have an awesome day. Until next time, live intentionally. Sentient future out.